0: Mariac train tomachi et we anti koto e kinch e tre no raa bar tantaro no no ne spalost choreno mara traa seco unte For even I, the Lord, speak to thee, my people. Hear my word. For this day, the course of man is changed in the earth. For even this day, a new and a fresh and a different anointing Shall begin to move in the camp of my people that believe upon my holy name. I say, Mark this day, shake thyself and believe, for I have spoken unto thee time and time again. I have spoken unto thee that I would do new things for ye not to remember the things of old but for ye to press and knock and seek and ask so this day I the Lord Say unto thee that a springing forth of a brand new and a fresh anointing to settle in thy midst and in thy hearts and in thy minds. By the moving of my spirit and my anointing, I shall teach thee, my children, There is no precedent for this anointing. No other generation has ever walked in the realm and the power and the dominion of the kingdom that shall soon be revealed and shall envelop thy souls. For even a heaviness of my spirit shall begin to come down and I shall wrap thee Yea, in a blanket of the anointing. For the word endued means to be clothed and wrapped up. It is I endued, my holy apostles, that 120 on the day of Pentecost, and I clothe them and I wrap them in my word and my spirit, so it shall be with thee but a deeper measure. A greater wisdom and understanding than's ever been given to any generation is now set before thee. For this is the day that I say unto thee that many are called. Many that shall hear this word are called. But there will only be a few that I, the Lord, shall choose. Have I not told thee in my word to make thy calling? And then thine election or thy choosing. Sure, many are called, but they will not their hand to the plow and fight and wrestle and war they will not develop a testimony before me that I can choose and place a newness of my word in my spirit within their lives and I speak to thee this day And I say unto thee that thy eye hath not seen, neither hath thine ear heard, neither has it entered into thine heart the things that I, God, have prepared for those of you that love me and those of you that will set their heart to seek me and wait. For I tell thee again, a new. And a fresh anointing that has never rested on any generation is now at the door. And I will begin to move thee by a strength and an unction. And a settling of my spirit upon thee that thou hast never experienced. For it shall consume thee and take thee over. If thou shalt yield unto me. There shall be a presence of my spirit. That shall take thy mind and take thy heart and take thy body. Thou shalt not have the thoughts in thy heart. There should be no questions in thy spirit. Is this the working of the Holy Ghost? Is this the working of the Spirit of God? For I say unto thee, ye shall be prepared. And this Spirit, this anointing, shall consume thee, saith God. Remember my word. The gifts in the callings of God. There is no repentance. For if I have called thee. And I have begun to gift thee. And thou pressest not into that place. To make thy choosing and thine election. Sure. I will remove thy candlestick. And even the light that is in thee should go into darkness. And darkness is spiritual ignorance. Ye shall see in the days ahead that people that had light, people that I had given a measure of this truth to, Because they did not follow on. Because they did not press forward. Because they did not set their heart to seek me. Even the light that is in them. Shall be turned to darkness. For this is the day. And this is the hour. That I the Lord shall begin to move. And fulfill my word. In the earth. Somewhere my children. My word must be fulfilled. And from the beginning of time till now, everything has a season. There is a time to every purpose that I have created under the heavens. And this is the time. And this is the season that I the Lord have chosen to open hear me well my children hear me well for even the veil that shields the holiest of holies even that veil That guards the fullness of my spirit. You shall begin to see, and you shall begin to feel, and you shall begin to understand that just for brief moments, from time to time, I will raise the veil, and I will let you taste of my goodness. I will allow you to smell. The sweet savor of thy God. Did she feel this anointed move on thee? Ye shall know that it was as Moses when he cried out to see me and know me, and I hid him in the cleft of the rock. And when I passed by, I moved my hand, but I only allowed Moses to see my hinder parts. I only allowed Moses to see what I had already done in this day and hour. I shall take the veil, and I shall allow some of thee to glimpse my face for a brief moment. I shall allow, I shall allow thee to glimpse into my glory. Into to the very revealing of the Son of Man that shall take thee to the fullness of the Christ. I should allow thee a glimpse here and a glimpse there. And as you press and seek me, and as you desire to know me, and as you lay aside every weight in the sin that has held thee, Once you begin to cleanse your hands, purify your hearts, examine your ways and know that you have been counted worthy to ascend that holy hill. To ascend that high holy hill and be able to stand in that holy place then you shall see as you do this that I shall allow this curtain To be opened more and more, and I shall allow my glory to come forth in measures. For ye've only tasted in a little measure the glory of the former house. You've only tasted in a little measure the former reigns of my spirit. But did I not tell ye? That in this new season, in this new time, that I will not only allow the former rain, but I will allow the rains and the latter rain all at one time to come upon you. Pay attention. To this word. For for as I am speaking of a new. And a fresh anointing. There are those that will think. That they understand and know what I'm doing. But I say unto thee. Thou knowest not. Nor thou understandest not. For this is something that be will be revealed now. In this day and in this hour. It's never been done before, saith God. Because I create them now. Lest ye should exalt yourself and say in thy own heart. That I knew them. Humble thyself. Exalt not thyself. But humble thyself, for only those that humble themselves, only those that seek my face, and only those that acknowledge that ye have nothing in you of your own self that can bring forth the revealing of my power and my glory. For it's not by thy power, and it's not by thy might. But it is by my spirit, saith God. And this is the turning of things upside down. This is the restoring of the kingdom back to man. When I created man, I set him in my kingdom in the beginning, in the garden. That was my kingdom. Full authority and dominion was given over all things. And man gave it away through disobedience. Through the disobedience of one, sin came to many. But through the obedience of one, righteousness Righteousness shall flood this earth. So I woo thee this day. Some of thee are getting your last call. You're getting your last wooing. There will be those that will hear this word and listen to this prophecy that I say unto thee, I will call thee no more. My spirit. Shall woo thee no more. For this is the day. That I the Lord. Do make up my jewels. This is the hour that I gather. My army together. To train you. And condition you. And equip you. But you must give yourselves to me. That I can put you in perfect step. You must hear my voice. That ye can come together in the unity of the spirit and not break thy ranks. And you will not thrust one another. But ye will go forth. In one mind. In one accord. Being led by my spirit. For I the Lord will utter my voice. Before my camp and I will give instruction and direction. You must find your place my children. That's why I say make thy call in thine election sure. Find what I have called thee to do. Find what I have chosen thee for. And get in thy place. For I am a God of order. Go back and study. Study. The temple of the Old Testament. Go back and study the old tabernacle, and find that everything had its place, and everything had its order. It's not for you to decide, and it's not for you to choose. What's your calling? What's your election? And where I want to place you. For I have placed every member of the body as it has pleased me. So hear my word this day. And I caution you. I caution you. Count the cost. weigh thy decision and count the cost for no man and when I say no man that means nobody no exceptions for no man having put it his hand to the plow and then he looketh back I said in my word that he's not fit for my kingdom. I have gathered this body together to place in thee a working of my spirit that no generation has ever walked in. For this is the scripture this is the fulfilling of the word that I shall bring forth a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You are that peculiar people. You are that chosen generation. You are those that I desire to bring you into the royal priesthood. For there's only two priesthoods, my people, enlisted in my holy word. And that's the order of Aaron and the order of Melchizedek. And I have chosen this generation now to go into the order of Melchizedek. For this generation shall not come forth after a carnal commandment. But it shall be brought forth in the power of an endless life. So hear ye. Hear ye. And weigh this word very carefully. And once ye have weighed this word, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. For some of your minds are on the carnal and the natural continually. But this must be a day that you must set your hearts and minds upon thee. Because only those whose minds are stayed upon me continually can I give you peace. You must trust in me, my children. For great calamity, world, trouble, and upheaval is facing the earth. But ye shall see my hand begin to move. Ye shall see and ye shall know and understand that I God am in control. Does it matter the leaders of the nations, doesn't matter? Thy presidents, thy governors, thy senators, doesn't matter. I got him in control. And if ye shall seek me, I shall move upon thee and I shall give thee favor with God and man. I shall stand up in thy behalf for this is the day of a gathering together. This is the day of a gathering in. For those that are chosen to be a part of my body. I've sent out a call. I've sent out a call my people. I've sent out an invitation. For you to come. That I can examine thee. That I can try thee and test thee and prove thee. To see if thou art worthy. To be a part this royal priesthood hear my voice hear my voice condition thy hearts and know and I say to thee again and weigh ye my words very carefully for a brand new a brand new and different And fresh anointing. The word means the word fresh means new. And many people have preached on a fresh anointing, but they've only made it more of the same. But I tell thee again, this is different. The way my spirit shall move, the way my servant shall speak, the way I shall move in the unction of the spirit and the gifts and the deliverance and the miracles shall be different than anything that has ever experienced. The way I shall cause the scales to fall from thy eyes that ye shall see my word in a brand new light. The heart shall understand things. And thou shalt begin to see mysteries that's been kept secret from the foundation of the world. It shall be opened under thy spirit. So I say to thee, step back, examine thyself. Examine thy lives. Examine thy hearts. Search out thy desires. Then look and allow my spirit to move and move thy heart so that you will know what field. To sow thy seed into For even the harvest is ripe And there be few laborers But I the Lord shall now Raise up laborers And I shall send them forth And if ye shall be still Wait upon me And the leadership of my spirit I shall order thy steps into a field that shall gather fruit into my fold. Labor not in fields. Labor not in fields that cannot produce and bring forth. For this is my kingdom. This is my kingdom. And there are those that will never hear, understand, and hearken to the word of this kingdom. So know that as thou goest forth, know that as this newness of my spirit comes upon thee, that there shall be times that I shall check thee, and I shall restrain thee, and I shall forbid thee, Even as I forbid my servant Paul to go into Asia, there shall be times that I shall forbid thee to go places. And I shall send thee forth by the Holy Ghost into the fields that shall produce For this is the day that I, the Lord, make up my jewels. This is the day that I put my ministry together and prepare my people for my kingdom. Hold fast. Be not discouraged. Hold fast. For this is the day that I will reveal myself to my people in a great, in a mighty, with an outstretched arm, you shall see my word from the time it's spoken, from the going down of the sun to the coming up the sun the next day, my word shall be fulfilled, my word shall be vindicated. For vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I will vindicate. I will trouble those that trouble you. Humble thyself. Seek my face. Seek me daily. And ask me. Create in me, O Lord, a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Help me, Father, by thy word and thy spirit. To guard my heart and to guard the words of my mouth. And to help me every day to be in that place that the very words that come out of my mouth and the meditation that is in my heart can be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. For you are my strength and you are my Redeemer. One last time, my children. One last time I tell thee a new and a fresh anointing is coming to my people. That the very veil that guards the holiest of holies, the very fullness of the Christ, the very presence and fullness of thy God that lives in the body, in the of thy Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you should now glimpse. You shall now taste, you shall now smell, you shall now be made a partaker in little measures. Hear me. Hear my voice. Hear my voice. Hear my voice. For today is a day of change and a day that I take thee into new beginnings. For the ministry and the word of reconciliation shall be revealed in thy hearts. And I shall know that I've given the access to be restored back to the place where I created man. For even this that I set in motion cannot be hindered. And it cannot be reversed. But those that hearken not and hear not, those that remove not by my spirit, you shall be cut off. You shall be moved out of the way. For the old things are passed away. Behold, I make all things new. And I bring the end of new things. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Mighty God. I don't know what to tell you. All I know is I was on my knees praying and the Lord spoke to me. I heard him. He said, a new and a fresh anointing. He said, step in on the scene. He said, we've never had this before. We've never had this. He said, I've told you I'm doing new things. He said, I'm doing new things. But you gotta make your calling. In your election, sure. You know you called, you better go after your calling. You better search for it, you better seek after it, you better fight for it. Because you don't, you're fixing to wind up on the outside. Some of y'all looking at me like, man, brother, brother, brother matter, you crazy. I'm telling you, I know what God spoke to me. I know what God spoke to me. That's all I can tell you. I can't break it down anymore with the Spirit of God breaking it down, but I can tell you this. People with calls of God on their life that are not pressing to possess them, they're fixing to be on the outside looking in. Because the Lord is making up his army. And you're either going to answer the call or God's going to take what he has for you. And he'll give it to somebody else. I remember several years back to church in Alabama. I took a huge jigsaw puzzle. Y'all may have been in that service. I took a huge jigsaw puzzle, says Susie. And I put people's names on the back of each piece. And I give people the opportunity to come up and find the place where their piece fit. I say, because you don't to fit one place. There was people that couldn't find their place until others got in their place. Y'all remember that? So God can't put the pieces of the puzzle together. And y'all ever worked a jigsaw puzzle? And there's pieces you can't put in place till other pieces are in place. That's the reason most time you start out, you put the border in place. Well, that's God's order. God's got the border in place. Now you gotta find where you fit. If you can't find your place till so somebody else finds theirs and they ain't finding their place, God's fixing to put somebody in their place. Y'all may think I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you this kingdom is fixing to go forth and it's going forth with a vengeance. I was in here Tuesday night and we got in the spirit of prayer and I don't know how long we prayed, but I can tell you this, we didn't leave here at 10.30 Tuesday night. There's something hit. As we begin to come out of that prayer, the Spirit of the Lord hit me. And I saw in the Spirit, I won't say it was a vision, it was it was pretty real. But I don't think I, I saw it in the Spirit. I saw the rider of the white horse begin to ride forth. And when it says its vesture was dipped in blood, it wasn't just dipped in blood. That means the whole thing was covered in blood. It was soaked in blood. And I seen him ride forth with righteousness. And the Lord spoke said he's going to go forth in righteousness. And that righteousness is going to cause judgment. Because when the standard of righteousness is lifted up, and the word of righteousness is spoken and people know what to do, and you don't do it, you're going to reap judgment. You're going to reap judgment. I didn't know God was going to take the service this way today. I didn't have this nowhere in my thoughts. And, and I got on my knees right there. And thoughts started coming to me and I went and got a pen of paper and I started writing them down. And everything the Lord put in my spirit, he brought out in this word. He brought it out in this word today. Because I was going to talk about the gifts. And God spoke and he said, a, a fresh and new anointing. He said, the old anointings passing away. Y'all hear me? The way God has moved in church the whole time you've been in church is fixing to pass away. Somebody get me some water. It's passing away. The way God's used you, Brother Justin, in the past, it's passing away. I wrote it down right there. God said a brand new and fresh anointing is coming in, and the old anointing passing away. So that means if you don't get in a relationship with God and know the working of the Spirit, you ain't going to know how to be led by the Spirit of God because he's not going to lead you in the old order. He's not going to lead you in the old order. See, you tell people, and the Lord's been speaking to us for two or three years, we've never passed this way before. Has he not? Has God not told us we've never passed this way before? Yet, people want God to do the same thing. If you're on a different road, God ain't gonna do the same thing. He's gonna do something different. You go out here, you leave the church, and you go this way. When you're used to going that way, you ain't gonna see the same things in spirit. The same things going this way as you are going that way. It's gonna be different going to be new views, going to be new houses, new landmarks, going to be different. So if we're going away we ain't never been before, that means we ought to expect something new. And I'm telling you what God told me. God told me the old anointing and the old way of ministering It's passing away. He said, you ain't going to minister like you used to. The anointing ain't going to be there like it used to be. He said, I'm going to teach you something brand new. What that we're under right now has brought the desired results that we want to see? Nothing. Nothing. And the words out of our mouth have... God, you need to do something. How many times has the phrase come out of your mouth? God, you need to do something. I need something. People need something. I need to see something change. Have you not? Have we not, all of us? How many times have you said, God, you need to do something? You run into people every day that's bound on your work route. Bound. All of us. We run into people every day that's bound. We got family members bound. We got loved ones bound. And we keep telling God, God, we, uh, you need to do something. Okay? God's doing something. He's bringing in a new and a fresh anointing now. What you going to do? Because I'm going to tell you something. You don't let God put this newness in your spirit. You don't let God get you out of this tradition. You don't let God get you out of this religion. You don't let God get you out of this old order. And you step up to minister, you're going to stumble all over yourselves. Because you're going to be trying to do it one way and God's spirit wants to do it another I said, Brother, maybe you're crazy. I said, All right, leave me alone. I'm happy. I'm just as happy in what God's doing as a hog in a mud waller. Y'all wouldn't think a hog would be happy in a mud waller, but, buddy, they can. They can get down waller that thing and be nasty and stinking to us, and they just get down there and just bury themselves up in it and just wall in it and just love every bit of it. <laughs> Amen. I wrote, that's the first thing I wrote down. A fresh and a new anointing. And God said, the old anointing's passing away. He said, many are called. Don't make no difference if you called. A call is an invitation. So, are you going to do what it takes for God to choose you? Because there are chosen vessels. That God's got his hand on me. you got to do what it takes to get, get picked. You may call a hundred people to try out for a baseball team or a football team. But everybody ain't going to get picked. You know who's going to get picked? People put their hand to the plow and show their best and do their best. That's the one that's going to get chosen. But there are vessels that God's predestined and foreordained to be chosen. But they're fixing to be left out of this kingdom. They're fixing to be left out. They're fixing to be left out. Y'all hearing me today? People fixing to be left out. I know people that has missed the call of God on their life. They may make it to heaven. But they're not going to possess this kingdom of heaven. And some of them are going to die lost. I had a young man in Mississippi back in, I think it was 90. I was in Oxford, Mississippi. I won't never forget this. Matter of fact, his mother and I hadn't heard from her in years. She saw me post something along this line on Facebook, and she sent me publicly the message. She said, "Tell people they better listen to you." She said, "Cause my son didn't listen to you," said, and said he died lost, sixteen years old, tent packed. You remember it, tent packed, people standing on the outside. Had one young man, about 15, 16 years old, had a lot of young people sit on this side. And they'd get in and sing and worship and shout. But the second I hit that platform, buddy, he'd bug out of that tent because he running from God. They said that he was young, he'd take a stick, tie a rope on it, preach. And said somebody heard him when he was about 10 or 12. Somebody heard him. Said he didn't want nothing to do with God from that time on. But I walked out there one night before he had a chance to move. The Spirit of the Lord came on me, and I walked right up in his face. I told him, I said, you're called and chosen of God. God's got his hand on you life." I said, but if you don't let God move you. I said, you fix fixing to meet God head on. I said, you fix fixing to go to hell. About a month after we left town, he got mad, got drunk, got in a fight with his mama, cussed her out, run out the door, jumped on a motorcycle, fired it up, and didn't get two blocks. Hit a car head on. Killed him instantly. I'm talking about a vessel chosen of God that God had his hand on. that wanted to do something in his life. You cannot let people, you cannot let things, you cannot let circumstances, you can't let hurts, you can't let wounds, you can't let nothing people do to you stop you from making your call in an election sure you can't do it. Because there's a lot of people right now, they're sitting at home with bitterness and anger and wounds that they won't press through the hurt to possess the call of God. And it hurts my heart. But I can tell you this, God's wooing them and reaching for them one last time. And I'll tell you what God told me in 97. I mean, Lord scared me to death. Sister Daniels had called me. They had just built and finished the new church down in Twin City. They started out in a little old building, half this size right here. I mean, probably half this size, isn't it? If it's even half. Wouldn't seat about 20, 30 people. Yeah, that's packed. If you ever go down there again, Sister Susie, and you go up the road from the church toward Twin City, right there, you get the four-way stop, little white building. Right there on your right. If you're going from the church up toward Twin City and you get that four-way stop, just before you get there, a little bitty white block church, block building right there. That's where they started. Well, about 10 or 12 people. Man, you preach in there and you had 10, 12 people. You had a crowd because it was full. (laughs) i got to get my train of thought back now. Yes, she called me because I went down there and preached. And one of the first times I preached down there, I prophesied to her and told her she's going to build a church, seat 500 people. She come to me after service. And that was about 91, 92. She said, Brother Metter, do you realize what the Lord said? I said, no. But I'm gonna tell you what the church she's got now. If you pack it, you'd get about 500 in it. It'll seat about 300 comfortable. But you pack it, you get 500 in it. But if you take the whole thing, you take that youth pavilion out there, you get some 800 in it. So God knew what He was saying. And she called me, and she said, "I want you to come down and dedicate the church." There was me and another preacher. Said y'all two that's worked with me from the beginning. So I went down there, and while I was down there the Lord spoke to me and this is what he told me he said I don't need you to fulfill my will he said I've called and I've chosen you he said but to do what I want to do in the earth he said I don't have to have you he said I'll raise up a hundred just like you and put them in your place if I have to he said I want you he said, but I will have to have you to fulfill my will. There's people that think because they're called of God, they've been prophesied to that they're called and chosen of God. They think that they can't die lost and they think they can't miss their calling. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Did y'all know King Saul died a transgressor? Anointed of God, chosen to be king over Israel. And because he exalted himself and lifted himself up in his own heart, Saul was not an evil man. Until he started getting lifted up in his own sight. And then he started doing things he didn't have no business doing. We was listening, my wife was listening to her Bible on the way up here. And I can't remember who it was, but there was one of the kings. You know, when Aaron's sons stepped out of line and offered strange fire in the temple, God killed them. Well, there was a king. Was it Asa? One of them went in the temple and done something they didn't have no business doing. They stepped in the office to the priesthood and God smote them. He didn't kill him, but he smote them. And I can't remember which one it was. So, you better find your place, and you better get in it. You don't need to try to be me. You don't need to try to fill Sister Susie's place. Don't nobody need to try to fill your place? Sister Hope ain't nobody got no business trying to be you. God's got a place for you, just for you. But I'm telling you, if you don't find it and get in it, Brother Justin, God's got a place for you. Brother Donald, God's got a place for you. You know he does. But if you don't find it and get in it, God's fixing to put somebody in your place. You can die lost, never fulfill the call of God. You can die, you might make it to heaven, but you'll never possess the kingdom of heaven. I'm not in this to go to heaven. All the church has taught for years is to go to heaven. All the songs that people sing about is going to heaven and what heaven's going to be like. <laughs> I heard one the other day said I got more to go to heaven now than I had yesterday. Ain't interesting going to heaven. I'm interested in possessing the kingdom of heaven or the fullness of Christ living in me right here on this earth so I can do what God's anointed me and called me to do. i got to fulfill my calling. i got to. Because I ain't got no other desire on this earth than to do what God's called me to do. And two years ago, the Lord spoke to me and my wife. And you know what God told me? He said, "Don't be running all over the place." He said, "You get an LJ. and he said, "You're laboring. You labor in LJ. He said, "Cause everything you need, every provision I can make for you," he said, "is in an LJ. And I quit. I mean, I was trying to help a bunch of preachers. I was praying about going out in revivals and going here and going there, and you know. Trying to encourage and help. And I even talked to some of the preachers around about coming in and helping them. And the Lord may let me do it later on. But He said, You get in an LJ and you stay in an LJ. And He said, It's going to come to place that people are going to say, Where's Brother Matter? I ain't seen Brother Matter. I don't feel. Where's Brother Matter? We don't know where he is. We don't know what's happened to him. When Sister She lost and come up here from the ladies' meeting, she come up here and say, what's happened, Brother Matter? Because Brother matter ain't been out on the field. They want to be sure I'm okay. <laughs> well, let me, let me put your mind at ease. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just doing what God said. I'm going to sow in the field that's going to bring souls to the knowledge of this kingdom. There's people ain't never going to stand this kingdom. That's all well and good. They may make it to heaven. But my job ain't to reach them souls. My job is to sow seed to those that can read, can come into this knowledge of this kingdom. There'll be people I'll preach to. They'll get saved. They may make it in. But my main focus and what God's called me to do, like Paul, is preach and reveal the mysteries of this kingdom. Because somebody got to have what it takes to reach this generation. Amen. You appreciate the Lord today. Those are the things God told me. He said, Paul was a chosen vessel, and you know what God told Ananias when he spoke to Ananias? He said, There's a man over there on the street called Straight. his name's Saul. He said, I want you to go over and lay hands on him, minister to him. He said, I blinded his eyes. He said, I want you to go over and Take my word to him. And I said, well, now, wait a minute, Jesus. <laughs> he said, I've heard about that man. Said, that man's done great harm to the church. Said, he's put a lot of people in prison, persecuted a lot of folks, caused a lot of folks to blaspheme. And Jesus said, that's all right, Nice." He said, you go over there. He said, well, he's one of my chosen vessels. And he said, I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So if you're going to get this, you're going to suffer for it. Amen. You're going to suffer for it. You're going to suffer for it. And God told me there's coming a visitation of his spirit. that's going to bring in this new thing. So if all y'all want is good church, you're in the wrong church. They think we messed up now. They really think we're going to be messed up. Will you unplug that, Eric? I am wet, and I am turning into a six-foot icicle (laughs) because that thing's chilling me down. But I don't know if... We had not been able to get that from Tuesday night on CD, have we? Okay. I can. There's some people I can send it to you in text. But there's some I can email it to you. Or somebody can email it to you if you want to hear that prophecy. But all I know is the Lord said that the the rider of the white horse was going forth. And the Lord began to speak judgment on preachers, says Susie. He said, preachers ain't living right, ain't doing right. He said, I'm fixing kill 'em in the pulpit. He said, calamity's fixing to come on them. He said, whole churches, it's got sin rampant in them. He said, I'm fixing to devastate whole churches. And some of you been around me for several years. I had a vision back in 96. I was preaching in a little old church over in West Alabama, almost on the Mississippi line. And the Spirit of the Lord hit me. I was walking and I was preaching. The Spirit of the Lord hit me and spun me around. And I went into a vision. And I started speaking that vision. I said, I see. And Lord let me start seeing. I was seeing people's private parts. And I saw like a little microscopic worm born to people's flesh in their private parts. And the Lord said, just like a worm bores into an apple and It rots. He said, people that won't quit fornication and adultery in this perverted sex life. He said, I'm fixing to let a microscopic worm go into their flesh. and said, women's private parts and men's private parts, fixing to rot. Ain't nothing doctors can do about it. Y'all remember me telling that vision? God says, fixing to happen. He said, fixing to happen. He said, ain't nothing doctors going to do to stop it. He said, it's a curse from the Lord. Let's fix and go forth on the face of the earth. You sit and watch, and you know how the devil'll do you. You obey the Lord and really speak something bold. Get out of that anointing, the devil starts tormenting you, condemning you. And so the devil started in on me late that night. And he said, "He said you ain't got no word for that." And so I started asking the Lord. I said, all right, God. I said, I know what you showed me, and I know what you spoke. And I believe it's, it's been a long time now because that's 96, but I believe it's Numbers 5. The Lord said, a spirit of jealousy gets on a man. He says he thinks his wife's been unfaithful. He said he'll take her to the priest. said the priest will scoop the dirt off the floor of the tabernacle, put it in water. Mix it up. Make her drink it. Said if she's guilty, said her belly will swell and her thigh will rot. And he said, I'm the priest. I'm the judge. He said, people are guilty of this. He said, their thigh, their privates, fixing to rot. God's calling for righteousness. Preachers want to Get out and commit adultery and fornication. People called of God one. You better stay out of the pulpit. Better get your house in order. I'm just telling you what God showed me. God told me, he said, there's fixing to be a visitation in my spirit. It's going to bring in a new anoint. It's going to bring in a new thing. And he said, I'm fixing to send my people in a new direction. He said, because you've never passed this way before. Is there a bit of it written down right there. That's what the Lord began to tell me in the spirit. It's written down right there. We better get ready. We better get ready. Because I know people. We got a call this morning. Somebody just went on to be with the Lord. But they didn't fulfill their call. They got somebody sidetracked them. Oh, they're saved. They made it in. But that call God had on their life that'll be fulfilled. That hurts. It may not upset you, but it hurts me. Because I'm fighting. Sister Hope, I'm fighting for you. Get determined. Don't put your hand to this plow unless you're going to press it through this time. You hear me? Because God brought you under this word for a reason. God didn't put you under any other word. God put you under this word to make an able minister out of you because you've been places a lot of people ain't been and you've wrestled spirits and had spirits war against you and tried to destroy you that God wants to anoint you to bring deliverance to people. She understands things a lot of people don't understand. She's been there. There's things I don't understand. I ain't been there. Do I believe God's going to give me deliverance for him. Yes, sir. I know he is. But there's people she's going to be able to minister to that I can't minister to, says Susie. Because I ain't never been there. God allows us to go through things. Every one of us to go through things and be put in places. It's like my wife right there. She fought depression for, what, two and a half, three years or longer? Probably more like four years. Nobody laid hands on her. When God brought her to the realization where she was, she went back to seeking God. And God delivered her. She dealt with spirits and been in places and depression and different things. She can help a lot of ladies. She can help a lot of people. She can lead them out. She can lead them out. And I feel sorry for these preachers. They ain't teaching their people nothing. Ain't teaching their people nothing. Ain't teaching them to pray. Ain't teaching them to seek God. Just like for three weeks now, I've been trying to minister on this anointing. And I was meditating on this anointing, and God spoke to me to just be still. He said, because what I spoke to you, he said, is a new anointing. He said, I didn't speak to you about what I've already done. He said, I spoke to you about a new anointing. So we're gonna to have to learn to operate in this new anointing, and God's got to give us the wisdom, how to teach, how to instruct, how to direct. I'm telling you, church fixing to make a right turn. <laughs> church fixing to make a right turn, and get back on track, because church ain't on track. The ministry ain't the fivefold ministry God set up in the book of Acts. It ain't bringing forth what God wants to bring forth. And we going down the road, and I can hear God saying, Turn right here, turn right here, turn right here, turn right here. Here we go. Because we don't, we keep going. The bridge is out. There's folks fixing shipwreck. Let's listen to what God's telling us. Amen. Let's listen to what God's telling us. Do you appreciate the Lord today? I'm not going to try to add to this service. I don't want nothing else I could say. Other than what God's already told us. Amen. Y'all appreciate this word? Let it get your attention. Because we need God changes. Because whether y'all want face it or not, we caught up in religion. We got a form of godliness. I don't like to say that because I don't like to look at myself like i got a form of godliness. But I'm going to tell you something. Even the truths God's give us, if we ain't careful, we can make it a form. We can get caught up in tradition. Can we not? We can make the truths of God become a form. And I don't like that. I don't want to do that. And I appreciate the Lord. Appreciate him speaking like this. because I'm gonna tell you and I was down praying and the Lord said, I'm fixing to bring in new and a fresh anointing. I just stopped. And then he started showing me. He said it's gonna be new. it's gonna be different. I don't know how it's gonna be different, but it's gonna be different. And he started talking to me about new things. What did he tell Isaiah? In forty three. He said, I do a new thing. He said, it's going to spring forth now. He said, but.